Warning, Jason's Talking Time contains some content that may be unsuitable for people under the age of 18 or people who are easily offended by the slightest innuendo. Listener's discretion is advised. However, if you tune in anyway and get offended, please do not send any letters. If you do, I will just crumble them up and throw them in the trash. This is Jason's Talking Time with Jason Kitt. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Jason Kitt, and you are tuned in to another edition of Jason's Talking Time. This is our 27th episode of the program, but... It's also kind of the first episode as well, because we are in the middle of doing a slight revamp of Jason's Talking Time. Now, I just wanted to let you know that this will be the same Jason's Talking Time that you have come to love over the past six months, only better because now we'll be uploading shows on Friday instead of Tuesday, which gives us a whole week to go over everything that everybody's been talking about in the news, on Facebook, on Twitter, just the whole world in general. Plus, it'll give us more time to give more in-depth research and make sure that everything is told accurately and hilariously. Because that's what I do. I'm a funny guy. I like to be funny. So the comedy isn't going to stop anytime soon. So basically what the show will be from this point on is kind of a review of some of the real popular news stories that have happened in entertainment, in politics, and you know with Donald Trump in the White House, that's almost a given that something foolish will happen. It's almost guaranteed. At this point, like, for example, today, Donald Trump dropped a huge bomb, a literal bomb on Afghanistan. And from what I hear, the the attack was basically on something that compared to other attacks that have happened in this country is relatively minor. So at this point, Donald Trump is basically blowing shit up just for something to do. And that really does scare the hell out of me because we just might be on the brink of World War III with this nut in the White House. Now, on this week's Your Time to Talk poll, which was put out on Tuesday, I asked my listeners to vote on whom they think was having the worst week. And... Unsurprisingly, the majority went with United Airlines, despite the fact that John Spicer has again put his foot in his mouth for the umpteenth time, bringing up Adolf Hitler when they were interviewing him about the Syrian attack that President Trump placed last week, which, again, little to no sense whatsoever. 
and the fact that he did this without the consent of anybody. He didn't talk to Congress about it, didn't talk to the Senate about it, didn't talk to nobody. He just said, you know what, I feel like bombing Siri today, so I'm going to go ahead and drop this bomb. And can't nobody tell me otherwise because I'm President fucking Trump. And proceeded to bomb Syria. Now, mind you, Syria, I can kind of understand the whole need for the Syrian attack because of all the stuff going on over there. But Afghanistan, to me, makes absolutely no goddamn sense whatsoever. It's just completely random, plus the fact that he used all those explosives. This was the biggest non-nuclear bomb attack since World War II. So that should tell you right there, we are about to be in some deep shit. And even if they don't attack the United States of America... A lot of lives are still going to be in, in danger because you're going to have soldiers going off to war and we're going to have people being attacked overseas. They'll be attacking the embassies, even if they don't attack U.S. soil. They might attack something else related to the United States and still some civilians could be lost. So we are definitely in some trying times right now. And I'm going to be talking about it. I'm going to be talking to me. People voted for Donald Trump because he talks his mind. He says whatever the hell he wants without any repercussion whatsoever. But I'm going to do the exact same thing. And y'all love Donald Trump for talking mess. I'm going to talk, talk some stuff too. Two can play that game. Now, among the things that have been dominating the news this week was, of course, that little incident that happened on the United Airlines flight this past Sunday. Now, the official story that I've read, according to USA Today, was that the flight was actually not overbooked, but it was full enough for them to say, all right, four, y'all need to get your ass off the plane. Now, those seats that they were giving up were meant to accommodate some people who were supposed to be working another flight that was in danger of being canceled. So, my guess was they did a lottery to see who would have to give up their seats because, obviously, nobody volunteered. And a physician by the name of David Dale just happened to be one of those unlucky people whose name came out of the hat that they apparently drew this lottery in. And of course, David Dale, being in such a hurry to get to Kentucky because he had to go do his job, did not want to forfeit his seat. And he told them politely yet firmly, I do not want to give up my seat. And they asked him again and again and again and again. And then eventually it got to the point where Dale got visibly annoyed. Who wouldn't in this particular scenario that they actually have to have the police come in 
and pick him up out of his seat and forcibly drag him off of the plane. And in the process, he banged his head against some seats and some other shit like that, and it caused him to lose two front teeth. He's had some nose injuries, some nasal injuries, among other things that he is currently being hospitalized in Chicago for. And unsurprisingly, he is playing to sue the pants off of United Airlines. And first of all, all I gotta say about this whole thing is that the people at the airport should have known about this little issue from Jump Street. I mean, people book their flights months in advance. I mean, this guy probably bought his ticket when Obama was still the president. And for him to get on the flight and be told he has to give up his seat after all that, of course, I would not want to give up my seat. And they should have done this before the plane started boarding. Because you're more likely to have volunteers if they're waiting around, waiting to get on the plane, rather than them being on the plane already. Because who knows, maybe there was a, a flight leaving at a earlier time or a later time, and maybe there were some people on the plane who were in no big hurry. I gotta tell you, I have flown many times, and trust me, getting on the plane is an ordeal. Because first of all, where I fly, they don't have assigned seats, so it's first come, first serve. And you have to get on the plane. You're probably like in boarding zone B or C. And so you got to get on the plane and you got to find an overhead bin that hasn't been taken yet. You finally get your stuff into the overhead bin after it kept falling out three different times. And then you finally get in your seat. You get your little carry-on bag under the seat. You finally get comfortable. You put your seatbelt on. You put your headphones on. You start jamming out to your headphones. You get comfortable. And then all of a sudden, somebody comes and says, uh, this flight is overbooked. I'm going to need you to get up. I, I really got to hand it to Mr. Deo for being patient as long as he was because if that had been me, I probably would have been cussing those people out. So I would have been like, fuck no, I ain't giving up my damn seat. It's like, I paid $150 for this seat. I got to get to Kentucky. I ain't getting off this damn plane for nobody. I would have been like, y'all got to get another plane. Y'all going to have to get y'all a, a Cessna or a Beechcraft to put those four people on because I, I, done, I done paid my money. It's like, I done been through all this already. I'm already on the plane. I'm in my fleet. I'm comfortable now. I want to put my headphones on. I want to lay back. I want to go to sleep. I am not getting off of this plane for shit. Now, ever since this incident has taken place, they have basically come out with all sorts of dirty laundry on Mr. Deo. They have come up with, uh, apparently they said he attended medical school in Vietnam in the 1970s and was convicted in 2004 of a drug-related offense 
after an undercover investigation, according to documents filed in the state of Board of Medical Licensure. He surrendered his medical license in 2005, but the Kentucky Board permitted Dale to resume practicing medicine in 2015 on a limited basis. What this man has done in the past, that, that gives them no excuse for them to treat Mr. Dale the way they treated him. But in the long run, the agony this man faced is enough to probably deter him from flying for life. Unless he gets a pilot license and starts flying himself around. And unsurprisingly, United Airlines stock has dropped big time because I got to tell you, something else happened on Sunday involving a United Airlines flight that's just as disturbing. And this involved a man getting stung by a scorpion on the plane. And this is based on a report I read off of the Atlanta Journal Central. And the passenger's name was Richard Bell. So Richard Bell was on a flight from Houston to Calgary, Canada. And he felt something land on his head from the overhead compartment bins. And sure enough, it was a scorpion. And of course, he panicked. And then somebody said that the thing might be venomous. And then he panicked some more. And then he threw it down on his little plate. And then the thing stung him in his nail. Fortunately, there was a nurse on the plane. They had some painkillers. He gave it to them. Somebody was able to subdue the scorpion and flush it down the, the toilet. Just like you would any other cockroach. And that really makes me not want to get on United Airlines flight. Especially if their maintenance people are that pitiful. Because that's the kind of shit you would expect to see on a Greyhound bus. So, Oscar Muniz, the CEO, and the maintenance people, hope them fuckers need to be fired. Now, personally, if I were in either of these guys' shoes, what I would do personally is I would find the best lawyer out there and have them represent me in suing United Airlines. And maybe, just maybe, get enough money in the settlement to start my own airline. That way, you can run things a lot better than United or Delta or all of them put together. Just take what you learn from your misery on these flights and just do whatever you can to improve the whole situation. Kind of like, I know what I'm explaining is essentially the plot from Soul Plane. Mediocre as that film was, they had the right idea. So, basically take the money and start your own airline. Or better yet, hire your own pilot. Buy yourself a nice Learjet. With the big leather seats and the fancy bathroom and the shower and all that shit. And just have your own pilot fly you for the rest of your life. And you never have to deal with any 
somebody dragging you off the plane or any random insects stinging you from the overhead bin. All right, I'm sure that you have all heard about the uh, sudden and very sad passing of uh, comedian Charlie Murphy this past week. And he was one of my idols in the world of comedy. I especially enjoy hearing his stories about his days as a security guard with his brother Eddie during the height of his fame, especially his encounters with Rick James and Prince and many other celebrity encounters. I'm sure he has not told to the public that I'm sure other people may have heard that were just as humorous. I remember they reran his Unsung episode last night. TV One does a series called Unsung where they highlight lesser known R&B singers from the 60s to the double zeros. And they have a spinoff show called Unsung Hollywood where they highlight obscure African American comedians and actors as well. And so last night they reran the... Uh, Charlie Murphy edition that apparently he had a very humorous encounter with Stevie Wonder that if you look it up on on YouTube I'm pretty sure you can find a clip of him telling the story it's not a very long story and it doesn't really get into any in-depth details other than the fact that Stevie Wonder was boxing somebody and I will leave that for him to tell so you can look it up on YouTube, or better yet, I'm pretty sure it's up on TV1.com. TV1.tv, rather. And check that out for yourself. Kind of makes you wish Chappelle's show had stayed on a little longer. Maybe he could have uh, reenacted a whole bit on, on that show. But apparently, before he passed away, Charlie, Charlie Murphy posted one last tweet because... Of course, he died of leukemia, which is a form of cancer of the blood. And, and I guess he, and obviously he kept this a secret from his fans and probably only his close friends and family knew about it. So apparently before he, his last tweet was from Tuesday, if Tuesday April 11th. This past Tuesday before he, he passed away, 10 o'clock, he said, on to sleep on, one to sleep on, release the past to rest as deeply as possible, which very deep words from a very deep and funny man. May we take that to heart and. I think it's only fitting that we dedicate this show to him. So, Charlie Murphy, rest in peace. We love you. Alrighty, that's going to do it for today's edition of Jason's Talking Time. And I will be back again next Friday. That's right, every Friday is Jason's Talking Time Day. So, y'all look forward to that. And in the meantime, check out some of our previous episodes on check out some of our previous episodes on SoundCloud. Check us out. We're on iTunes, TuneIn, and we are now officially on Podbean. So check us out on that as well. Be sure to leave us a review, comment on the show, 
let us know what you think of the revamp, what you think we could do to further enhance your listening pleasure, because I am working very hard on this project, and I really want to do the very best that I can, and I can only do that with your help. And speaking of help, we also need help financing the show. So our GoFundMe page is still available. Just go to GoFundMe.com slash Jason's Talking Time, and then you can also, here's a, now here's the real kicker right here. We also have a Patreon page and a Patreon on Podbean. So if you go to either one of those and leave us a donation, you will get the show a day in advance. So while everybody else is listening to the show on Friday afternoon, you will be able to tune in on Thursday evening. How do you like that? Anyway, it's going to be Jason's Talking Time. Tune in next week for some more great stuff from Jason Kitt. Until then, you have a great weekend. You have a happy Easter. Have a good night. Roll time.